Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill Zone, Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, oh, okay, it's actually a note from Leilan, the innkeeper here at the Turnip. Um, and she writes, Tosh Mafuni, regarding your invitation to Katie and Sunstrider on the show last week, uh-oh, I don't know why you thought Denden had the authorization to offer an all-expenses-paid free weekend here at the Turnip, but let me assure you, he did not. Oh, my. If you wish to host a guest or guests here at the Turnip, please talk to me, and we can discuss the cost. Leilan. Oh, dear. Um, okay, this is awkward. Um... Well, I guess I can figure something out here. Um, I I didn't really need a new microphone, and I suppose I could always pass up on second breakfast for a few weeks. So listen, Cadian, the invitation stands. If you and your peacekeepers still want to come, you're more than welcome. And uh, Leilan, thanks for writing. Sort of. And now... On with the news. In news from around Azeroth, there's a great deal of excitement amongst the elite classes of adventurers about the permanent return of something known as the Mage Tower. Located in the Broken Isles at Deliverance Point, the Mage Tower is designed to test the specific skills of the adventurer's chosen specialty. Previously only accessible during certain fortuitous alignments of the space-time continuum, the tower will now be available year-round to those with the skills and courage to take on the challenges therein in the hopes of fabulous rewards. In a related story, reports have reached us here in Halfhill of a sudden and extreme spike in prices of resources and gear that are in high demand by those who are preparing to take on the challenge of the Mage Tower. The high prices, driven by the supply and demand markets of Azeroth, will undoubtedly increase the wealth among certain segments of our society. However, if I may be allowed an editorial comment here, I can't help but worry about the negative impacts of these inflationary effects on those among us who may no longer be able to afford these items. Hey folks, you'll never have to worry about inflation when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Whether you're shopping for home, garden, or farm, you'll always find what you need at Half Hill Market at the best prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. We have a special editorial feature this week. You may remember that on last week's episode, Professor Talib dropped by to talk about the trial of style. Well, the professor and I made a trip to Stormwind to participate this year, and she's here in the turnip with me today to talk about it. So, professor, 
Welcome back. Hello, Tashi. It's always nice to be here. And it's always great to have you. So, for those who might not be familiar with the Trial of Style, it's a twice-yearly event held in Stormwind and Orgrimmar where people can show off their finest or most unique outfits to others of like mind in a friendly, competitive setting. Competitors earn tokens that can be used to purchase special outfits only available during the event. Yes, Tashi. They are quite fun to have, and I use them frequently. In the early days of the competition, there were new outfits to be purchased at each event, which made it very exciting and added substantially to the fun. But? But? In recent years, there have been no new outfits at all. A great disappointment to all participants. In fact, many formerly ardent participants have simply stayed away thinking the event not so much fun without new rewards. Which brings us to this year. Why don't you tell the listeners what happened when we got to Stormwind? You mean before or after you got portal sick from the trip? Ah, uh, um, after. And in fairness, we did leave early, and I hadn't eaten. What are you talking about? We had breakfast. First breakfast, yes. But what about second breakfast? Oh, <laughs> so... I was quite excited when we arrived and saw that the organizers of the event had added new rewards. But? Yes, again. But? They must have somehow lost their connection with the tailors who used to make the garments and the blacksmiths who produced the armor. Instead, they acquired footwear from bootmakers or perhaps cobblers. Boots. Six pairs of boots on offer. All the same style but in various colors. Clearly a bargain purchase. And I hate to say it, but when I saw them, all I could say was, Ugh. And listeners, I can't even begin to tell you how disappointed the professor was. I was indeed, Tashi. Although the boots are very sturdy and are quite comfortable for at-home use, they are not the sort of thing I would pair with any outfit other than my Wendigo woolies. You have Wendigo woolies? Yes, but that's another story. Um, okay. So, in conclusion, I want to thank the organizers for adding new rewards. That is much appreciated. But I do wonder if they could just employ some tailors or blacksmiths to spruce up older pieces of gear with new colors or new trim, or even simply as they are, and add to the available rewards. That would add some moments of joy sadly needed in this troubled world. Well said, Professor. Very well said. Well, thanks for dropping by again this week. Thank you, Tashi, for letting me air this important matter on your show. I will allow you two extra days on your report about the trial of style. Wait, what? You didn't say anything about me having to do a paper on this. Two days, Tashi. <sighs> okay. Checking the Azeroth calendar, it's a quiet week here in Azeroth. Unless you happen to be into testing yourself against other citizens of Azeroth. In just a few days, those with a taste for martial combat outside of war can participate in week-long skirmishes and brawls to earn honor. Honor, huh? Well, I don't get it myself, but each to his own, I suppose. It would normally be time for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, 
but Velmec's taking a little break this week, so we're happy to welcome Gerd the Ogre back into the studio to tell us about his experiences so far as the head of the new linguistics department at Half Hill Agricultural College. So, Gerd, tell me, how's it going? Greetings, Tashmahuni. So, we've had a few applicants. Not as many as we were hoping for, though. Oh, really? That's kind of surprising, given that Rizak established a scholarship fund for it. Well, there were some strings attached. Oh, no. That's not that bad. Those who accepted into the scholarship program signed up for a four-year commitment of service as a translator working for Rizak. Four years? Hey, it's better than the ten years I talked them out of. Ah, <sighs> well, I'm sure you'll have some takers. Uh, tell me, what about the instructors? You mean besides me? Um, yeah? So far, just one, who's teaching Hosen. Interesting language, pretty mysterious, actually. You know, Hosen speak a patois of common and Hosen. But honestly, most of the who's and phrases aren't really meant for polite company. Huh. You know, I've been around Hosen a fair bit, and I guess I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. For example, the great Hosen sage Ook Ook once said, You can take the dirk out of the jib, but you shouldn't put the jib in the dirk. Oh, um, okay, Gerd, you may not have known this, but... This is supposed to be a family-friendly show. Yeah, sorry about that. You know, for an ogre, I'm pretty polite most of the time. But, you know, I'm still an ogre. Fair enough. So listen, Gerd. Speaking of ogres, and honestly, I've been kind of dying to ask you this. I've heard from adventurers about a couple of pretty well-known ogres out there in the world. Like, um, who is it? Oh, Dearth. Silas Darkmoon's bodyguard, and, uh, what's his name? Oh, Lunk in the Searing Gorge. Do you happen to be related to or know either one of them? Oh, what? You think all ogres are related? Or maybe you think we all look alike? Oh, no, um, Gerd. What if I asked you if you knew or were related to Chen Stormstop or G. Firepaw? Oh, I know. How about... Gee, you look just like this Pandera noodle cart owner in Borealis. Are you related? How would that make you feel? Gerd, I am so sorry. I, honestly, I didn't mean to insult you. I know. But seriously, people need to think about that kind of thing before they ask it. Well, I, I certainly will. And I guess it's safe to say you don't actually know Lunk. Oh, no. I know him. In fact, we're cousins. But then why... I was just insulted by the fact that you assumed. Lung's actually a pretty decent ogre. A real pacifist, which as you might guess is kind of unique for an ogre. He's got a real soft spot for wildlife of all kinds. You know, he gets a real kick out of riding spiders, which I find kind of weird. Huh. Interesting. I know, right? Seriously? Wait, what, what did you just say? I said I'd find the fact that he likes riding spiders. No, no, not that. I mean, after that. You said, I know, right? 
you know, that's something Velmic says all the time. Oh, yeah. I've been picking up some Draenei from him. Isn't that a Draenei phrase? I don't think so. Well, it seemed to fit. But like I said, Lunk's a decent ogre. You know, he's so opposed to killing, he once prevented some adventurers from killing a bunch of Dark Iron Dwarves. He put himself at personal risk by sitting on him instead. Okay, first of all, ill. But secondly, wouldn't an ogre sitting on a dwarf be fatal anyway? Fatal? Eh, not necessarily. Maybe a little smelly, but not fatal. Okay, then. Well, Gerd, it was great seeing you again. I hope you'll come back again in a couple of weeks and update us on how things are going. Sure, sure. It's always a pleasure. Ishnail Opera. Um, I, I'm sorry? It's a blessing in Tarahe, the language of the Torrent. It roughly translates as, uh, May the days ahead be guided by the elders of long ago. Oh, well, uh, Ishne Palo Alto to you too. Eh, close enough. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're a Half-Hill resident or just traveling through our fair town, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, don't forget to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for another hilarious episode of the Fighting Fizz Wrenches. This week, Safi wakes Grizzak up in the middle of the night before an important business trip, again, to express her concerns over the fate of Sylvanas Windrunner and the true nature of agency. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Halfhill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.